It's MLB Swing for the Fences from BetMGM. All you got to do is log into your BetMGM account and play the BetMGM MLB free-to-play game all the way until September 7th. You get to be a batter, pick an area of the strike zone. Depending on that area that you pick, you're going to get a single, double, triple, home run, or a pop-out, and you receive the prize associated with that hit. Sometimes you play games. Sometimes you bet on games. You can do all kinds of things you want to do at BetMGM. Uh, C.J. Stroud done for today. Two for four, 13 yards, an interception, and sacked. Yeah, you know, it's time. I feel like... it, w- it wasn't great, Trista, but he also had, like, no time in the pocket. The interception was really bad, but that's a bad offensive line. Now you got Davis Mills in there pretty much uh, running for his life, one for three for <laughs> ten yards. But not great from C.J. Stroud. They had to get him out of there early. Were you Were you surprised at how little he played? No, I thought that he was, well, I thought he was going to get three to four drives. So he only played two drives. So that did surprise me a little bit. But I didn't expect him to play the whole first quarter, especially the way uh, he was running for his life and especially the way that the offensive line was playing. The run blocking, not much better. So I wasn't shocked. You can't throw him to the wolves this early, and especially the, against Bill Belichick, who's just blitzing the hell out of him. And that's, the really, that's what you need to do if you're the <laughs> coaching staff. you got to be able to kind of like pull the ripcord a little bit early if yeah. that's the case. Like Maybe they had a plan to play him longer. You're watching that offensive line just open up gashes for him, and it's like, you know what? Yeah. We don't need to lose our rookie quarterback, our franchise, yeah. in the first preseason game to a major injury. I was going to say, look, really quick, even though they're going against the second unit for the Patriots, if C.J. Stroud and the Texans open up against the Carolina Panthers or against the Green Bay Packers, he probably plays an entire quarter, or at least three to four drives but against Belichick like we've seen what he does the young quarterbacks we see it every single season that's why young quarterbacks never beat him and we saw the Sam Darnold footage where he was seeing ghosts you don't want to ruin CJ Stroud opening night of the preseason so he'll probably play an entire half in the next start but get him out of there now before Belichick ruins this man <laughs> serious it's like a Von Drago back in the day it, it, he breaks I, these young guys he, he does and he's got no mercy for anybody this time of year so now we're going to get ourselves uh you know, maybe a little Bailey Zappi time out here for a little He's longer, dealing. and then He's we go six from for there. seven tonight, fifty-three yards. What if Bailey Zappi wins the starting job? No, they tried that last year. Remember but the... what if he wins? What if he's better this what year? No chance. Bill O'Brien. Kyle Trask looks better. Guys, come on. Bill There's O'Brien's. A Bill O'Brien's there for one reason and one reason only <laughs> to work with Mac Jones. Last time they worked together, good things happened at Alabama. So I don't think good things are going to happen no. to the Patriots. I have to disagree with the uh, model. Uh, I don't think they're uh, going to have the same record as the Jets this season. Jets are going to win 14 Maybe games. Them. 14? It's Maybe up to 14 them. games now for the Jets. Yeah, 14. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Joe All right. Murray came out today from 985 the Sports Pub and said that the Patriots should actually trade Bailey Zappi. I agree. I mean, but here's the thing. Like, we always do this, right? Like, we would do this in Green Bay every year when I was doing morning radio. What could you get for – could you get a first-round pick, a second-round pick yep. for Jordan Love? Yep. Like, here's the thing. No, because if you could, then they would do that. I don't think. I, yeah. What are you getting for Bailey Zappi? Maybe like a fourth, fourth or round, fifth? maybe fourth or fifth. Also, because like right now, who even needs a quarterback other than the Commanders? Cool. Well, yeah, but Bailey Zappi's not going to be an upgrade over anybody they have. That's what I mean. So like, that's, either, that's the point, right? What What happens is you almost have to wait. If you're a team that maybe has a bunch of quarterbacks and you're willing to move one that's a backup, you've got to wait for a team to have an injury. There's always a major injury. Usually, do you know you have it with quarterbacks? It It happens in the preseason. And that's really what it comes down to. But unless you're totally convinced that Mac Jones under Bill O'Brien can look totally different, then this is going to be a situation where you're still going to want Bailey Zappi on the roster. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And he knows the – well, he'll know the offense, the Bill O'Brien offense. Not much is really going to change. So 
I think that he's going to be there. And if Mac Jones gets hurt, I mean, you need a reliable backup. I don't think they move him. And listen, honestly, I understand Mac Jones regressed from la- from his rookie year to last year, but he didn't have an actual offensive coach. Well, yeah, Matt Patricia him. was calling plays. Right. Like, yeah. this is what people forget. I look, the ceiling is lower on Mac Jones than some of the other quarterbacks in that draft, but in reality, he wasn't put in a position to even come close to succeeding. He's throwing temper tantrums on the sidelines, and they're actually justified because he's got coaches that have no idea what they're doing and weren't put in a place to succeed anyway. I just That was one of the most mind-blowing situations, and you just kind of look at this and go, you know, people don't talk enough about how stupid that was from Bill Belichick. Oh, yeah. Well, the problem is, too, like, I don't really love the personnel. If you have a creative play caller, your number one wide receiver could be Devontae Parker going into a season, but he just doesn't create any separation. So with Patricia calling the plays, they didn't do anything creative ever offensively. I kind of felt bad for Mac Jones at times, so We'll see this year. It's it's a make-or-break year, really, for him and Bill O'Brien. Like, Bill O'Brien's yep. back in the league now after having to go to the college level for a couple of years after the disaster that was. Well, I mean, his coaching tenure wasn't bad in Houston. Took him to the playoffs. The problem mm-hmm. was uh, he was a terrible general manager. Traded away D-Hop for a broken-down running back. Yeah, that, that was decision. bad. That was really bad. Not yeah, he bad. went from a point where it was like, this guy's a good coach, to, oh, now you're just you're sabotaging the team. Like, is that what it is? Uh, Bailey Zappi now, 8 of 9, 59 yards, was sacked. Davis Mills, 1 of 3 for 10 yards. So here we go. All the all the little small stats that you're going to get in preseason. First half under looking good. We're oh. down to 10 and a half. She told me to shush. Total. You shush too. Well, we got the dink and dunk show. I'm feeling pretty good now. You got, I, Watch I'm, a block punt. As long as I don't for, say it. Yeah. A block punt coming up. Yeah, Trista's got, the, Trista's got the mush powers. I try to speak things into existence. I have the opposite mindset with it. But whatever the power is, you got to use your power for good. So use your powers for good, Trista. I'll use my powers for good, and we'll all come out Too winners tonight. Too much scoring. Too much scoring in this Texans game, if you ask me. It's just I think the scoring is just going to continue. I think it's just going to be a rain of touchdowns, rain of field goals. For the rest of the game, we're going to see Aaron peak Aaron Rodgers' performances from Bailey Zappi and Davis General Mills. It is just a melee of footballs into the end zone. What do you think about that? I love good? it. I love it. And with Davis Mills yeah. sticking his neck out in this game and really working hard, I think that's what we're going to need. Hey, right. how about that? How all right. Oh, not stick his neck hold on. Out. His neck is always <laughs> out. I'm adding one. <laughs> I'm adding one right now. Oh, what are you doing? Over at BetMGM, Houston Texans plus two and a half. I would love the three, but it's it's even money right now. The Patriots are two and a half point favorites right now, live minus one thirty five. I'm going to take the Texans. I, would I think absolutely take that. Yes, plus one fifteen, a little bit better than even money on the money line. I'm going to grab the Texans now. I don't know that we're going to get the three. That's, so that's actually really, really you don't small. Think you're going to get a better number? Really small. I don't know. I'm just going to take it right now. I, I'm going to take it. But I'm going to take it before we see Trace McSorley. I would because even the Dink and Dunk Bailey yeah. Zappy show. Isn't going to last all night. I mean, again, Case Keenum might be out there. I'd even take the second half spread and take the, you know, somewhere along the Texans at minus two and a half, somewhere around that range, too, if you can get even a three. Problem is, man, if the backup offensive line, if the second unit is this bad, well, actually, you know what was terrible for the Texans? That was actually their first unit because everybody started tonight. Um, So that was their offensive line wasn't all starters. That was all starters. It's like a makeshift offensive line right now, but it's only going to get worse. So. Even with the better quarterback play, if they have no time in the pocket oh, against I Bill see. Belichick, I thought just, you meant like they had all their starters in the offensense. Like, that was not their. No, you they. Mean, yeah, you told they played get their worse first unit. Gonna the be Texans out there. did. Yes, the Texans played their first unit yeah. tonight. Patriots didn't. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm, 
I'm having some concerns about them this year. Uh, do you have concerns about the Tampa Bay Rays? They're two and a half games back of the Orioles right now. They're still six and four in their last ten games. We've seen ebbs and flows from them, but this is a team now that's lost three quality starters. Uh, Shane McClanahan's going to be done for the season. You're not going to have him back. This just feels now like the Orioles' division to lose. The Yankees are out of it. Nobody has any real confidence in Toronto. They're just kind of strolling along. You count out the Red Sox. It feels like it's down to, Trista, the Rays and the Orioles. And the Rays are kind of trending downward. You're watching that arrow go red and go down while the Orioles continue to just keep pace with this young team. And they're confident and they're winning games. I think this is their division to lose at this point. This is the same thing that happened to the Rays last year is all of a sudden, it was the same thing that happened with Tyler Glass now last year as well, Ryan. Remember we talked about this pretty much the entire year where it's like, oh, the Rays could be really good, but they just are decimated by injuries. And now instead of Tyler Glass now, it's Shane McClanahan. Tyler Glass now is looking like uh, he's made of glass right now. Uh, He's having some problems. They're babying him. You've got multiple guys uh, on the pitching staff that are real shaky. And thankfully, the the Rays have, you know, a bevy of, of pitching in their development machine. Uh, but yeah, man, this feels like the Orioles have found a way to catch up midway through the season where the Rays were, the Rays were in the beginning of the season looking like the hottest team we had ever seen in Major League Baseball history. Yeah. And that's what concerned me, though, because I played the Rays, you know, because we were getting almost a four to one price on them preseason and I didn't buy into the Yankees hype Baltimore was the team that concerned me but I thought like last year they were a fun story this year I went over on the win total I thought they were going to be a wild card team with the Rays though you look at the schedule they kind of like feasted on cupcakes you know like it was a cupcake schedule the first two and a half really months of the season and now like the rest of the way they play a top 10 it was the toughest schedule in all of baseball, but yep. obviously that adjusts a little bit. But still, you have four games still against Baltimore. They're eighth right now. Yes. Eighth toughest schedule. Six against Toronto still, three against the Giants, five against Boston, two against the Marlins, you know, teams that are also fighting for a wild card spot. And then, you know, you look at Baltimore, pretty easy the rest of the way. You still got three against the A's, three against the Rockies, three against the White Sox, who were a dumpster fire, two against the Nationals, who How just got you? no hit last night. How dare night. you? We don't talk three about that. Three against the Cardinals, who are terrible, <laughs> and then three against the uh, Padres, who, like, still five games below 500. i I'm writing them off. So I, uh, I'm about ready to burn this ticket. I'm, I'm going to hold on to it, but I think the Rays are completely <laughs> dead. Like, th- like you said, this is the same thing that we saw last year. All these injuries now to the rotation. The bullpen isn't what it was the last three, four years. So I think Baltimore's the way to go. I mean, I'm not going to play them right now because I could have had them, you know, at a crazy price to win that division preseason and even two months ago. So I'm just going to stay away. But, yeah, I think I'm think I'm done with the Rays this year. I think they're going to let me down. Now I want to see if they even get into the wild card, to be honest with you. I mean... Although Toronto had I, a bad loss I just today. Don't, I don't know if I could go that far and completely rule them out. But, like, it just... you're. If they if they lose their pitching, right, like that's their biggest strength. We know that, that, and that's the way it's been for years. They always have young, talented arms, but the rest of this down the stretch with a lack of a, a rotation that used to be their strength, eighth toughest schedule versus Baltimore sitting at the 25th toughest schedule in baseball, it's and they also see each other four more times like the, that's going to be the difference when you move into the last uh you know the last couple of weeks of the season here it's it's just it's also just it's tough because like we talked about this with the nuggets right when you're like you talk about Denver Nuggets and NBA champions and it didn't sound right people didn't have as much confidence in the nuggets i still believe this because they were the Denver Nuggets and you didn't adjust like we didn't adjust to the warriors in 2015 right. well to talk about the orioles winning a division 
you kind of sit there and go, yeah, but it's the Orioles, and they're they're young at least, and they're a fun team. We've seen this in baseball where that young talent comes together and teams overachieve. Yeah, and man. that may be what they are. And maybe I'm not ready to sit here and say Baltimore is going to go to the ALCS, but like maybe they do because they're playing loose. They've got young talent and they have absolutely nothing to lose and no pressure on them because they're already overachieving. Oh yeah, they're 71 and 44. They're one of the best teams in baseball. Crazy. Yeah. I don't think they're going. We anymore. were into them last year, though, before and after uh, they made de- deadline moves that we thought maybe makes them made, maybe made them worse. Trey Mancini, for one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they went to the point where you thought they were trying to sell off, and they they just kept winning. They're like, no, we're trying to lose. Stop, stop. So they just, I guess, they're destined to be winners. Rob Brown is back. We're going to talk to him next. Bet MGM the night.